Is it a bird? Is it oh, a plane? Hey. Man, I don't know. What is that up there? This is another episode of What's That Up There? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we talk about the things that you might unexpectedly find when you look up. up. Jonathan, how are you? Are things, are things looking up for you? Things are looking up for me. 30, as of recording, 34 more days of the school year. Nice. So keep I was going to say another calendar. big 30 just happened. Yes. Uh, that uh, has happened since our last episode, officially. Uh, yeah. So uh, I had my 30th birthday. Yeah. Congrats. Um, had a nice surprise party. Uh, that you helped plan, then you weren't even here. I wasn't was, even, yeah. S- which was sad, was but also exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, Marty's not here. Uh, I've never actually, I 100% was surprised. Nice. Uh, definitely just thought I was going bowling. My sister was, oh. had a real attitude before she left, <laughs> and I didn't know. And I was like, I did go up to her and I was like, you didn't have to be such a bitch. And Whoa. she was like, I was not. And then our roommate was like, um, you did kind of. And then I was like, oh, let's enjoy the party. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's that's a dangerous one to yeah. step in. Because you know what? It's really stressful mm-hmm. to do a surprise party. Yeah. Yeah, like... How how do you how do you do it? How do you get just enough information across to make somebody want to do something? Not a single person ruined it, which I think is That's also excellent. amazing. Well, th- there's that too, but there's also the manipulation aspect. I'm sure that your sister was super stressed out. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Because because it's like we're going bowling, and what if you've been like, mm, I'm going to go to the baseball game or, right, or whatever. Yeah. Like there's a million things you could have said. It's my birthday. I'm going to do what I want. And now, yeah, well, my birthday was scared. on Monday, which was nice. The kids were sweet. Uh, some my crew boys made me a birthday card that said Happy Birthday. Mm-hmm. There was no H with the birth. Yeah, one, which I'm not going to ruin that for them oh wait they so they wrote it, it was they wrote handmade. it yeah the handmade card uh so that was not some there wasn't a punchline to that no nope. it was just it was, a, whoops some they were rushing it because they remembered that my birthday <laughs> was that day and somebody needed to do it during art class nice uh yeah and then i, I was gonna go to the orioles game but the capitals were playing and i mm. said there's a better chance of the capitals winning and moving on to the second round of the playoffs than the orioles are gonna win jonathan again. you decided to look down instead of up watching those hockey pucks fly uh low to the ground instead of watching those baseballs fly through the air well can i tell you the yeah. orioles lost and the capitals won and moved on to the second round so okay well i guess in that sense, it all worked out in the end yeah somebody went up uh you were up uh also this week yeah currently i feel like i've been up all night yeah uh because in a sense i have i'm incredibly jet lagged and sleep deprived uh that's all i have to say no wait why uh yeah you were in i I came i came from france (laughs) yeah uh we come from france what is that from that's a thing thing? probably les mis everything comes from les mis uh, no, I think the line we come from France is third rock from the sun. That's not quite France. right. It's, we come from France. Uh, yeah. It's the Coneheads. Yep. It's the Coneheads, it. Dan Aykroyd, uh, Jane Curtin. Is that right? Yes. That sounds right. I'm so tired, everybody. I don't remember the daughter, uh, but she ended up dating Chris Farley. She's not canonical from the. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think she was in like a couple of episodes. Be. I think like later sketches. I think my favorite thing about that movie is the choice of opening with a montage of their life uh, to Kodachrome by Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. It's just a beautiful song, and it really set a weird tone mm-hmm. for what's supposed to be a goofy, funny movie. It was like, yeah, oh, wait. it's really strange. It's tugging on my heartstrings. Uh, well, yeah. So I've been I've been up. I, uh, I had a seven and a half hour flight from London after a one hour flight from Paris. 
uh, after a two-hour train ride from Lyon. And, is that um, in Spain or is that France? That's in France as well. Uh, it's uh, eastern part of France. It is the third largest professional uh, city in France okay. after uh, Paris and Marseille, but it is the second most popu- populous, populated. Populated? Yep. It's got the second largest population in all of France, and um, it's beautiful. Okay. All of France was beautiful. That's good. And I look forward to talking about that some other time. Some other time. Some other time. Yeah. Uh, we have a great guest yes, we do. coming on today uh, talking about, you know, we, we talk about little details, little bits and bobs. Bit. Hey, hey, what's that? What does it mean when there's a pair of shoes up here? What is that uh, bent wire art hanging mm. off the street uh, over on Mount Royal Avenue? Uh, but we've never really talked about the whole picture. Mm-hmm. And our, our guest is going to do that today. Yeah. I think. I'm excited. I, I, I'm so tired. Yeah. I could have just made that up. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. I'm pretty sure I read that in your email. Yeah, that was it. Great. Well, um, should we get to it? Let's just get to it. All right. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, sad. Itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because we gravitate towards sadness. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, please look up. That was, your a, work. that was a good power nap you just had. Um, didn't wait. Was I out? Yeah. You, yeah. You were, you were dead asleep. Oh my mm-hmm. God. I actually don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to try to hold it together. Uh, and, and you've already heard a, a yeah. new voice. Uh, welcome please to the show. Sheila. Hello everyone. Thank you for having me. We're thank excited. You, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Um, on, on our show, we talk a lot about things, things that are up in the sky. Um, I think this will be something familiar to you, but you know, to us, they're like, uh, a strange creature that I kind of half saw and I've heard rumors about uh, maybe it was a leprechaun or um, my stupid neighbor's kid let go of one of those uh, mylar balloons. How long can I expect it to be there? But you have a much more holistic view of, of just what is going on way up there above our heads. Up in the sky. I do. I do. I, uh, I am an urban tree canopy enthusiast. Mm, and what yeah. that means is I feel a lot of passion and I get very excited about the amount of trees that we have present in the city currently mm. and everything that's going on above them, everything that they're doing underground, the whole works. Oh, it's a beautiful yeah. system. So that's up there and, and down and below. And down there. Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm fascinated by this. Uh, as a, I'm, I'm more of a country boy growing up. We had woods, uh, and and that is what I think of as a contiguous <laughs> set of, right. of trees. Like it, You need a lot of trees to get a, a canopy. You do. So I don't often think of uh, any urban setting other than like a set-aside park as having a, a true canopy. But I guess that's that's not true. That's a misconception. Yeah. No, it is. It is here. Did you see any when you were in France? Uh, any canopies? And did you were, any were there any places where you saw it or like, oh, my gosh, what a great presence of trees? Honestly, most of the looking that I did was at architecture. Got it. And, uh, you know, like paintings on mean, ceilings. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like bars. No. Okay. No, we did a lot of museums. And, oh, okay. Uh, and that means a lot of amazing ceilings. 
mm-hmm. uh, the and like the Louvre. Uh, apologies, I can't say it in the French way, even Louvre. when I'm not super tired. Yeah, the, the Louvre. Louvre. That's Louvre. it. That's Louvre. It. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, beautiful ceilings. Um, but we we didn't spend much time in any greenery other than uh, there was a wonderful park uh, in Lyon uh, near the convention center. Okay. I have, that's the only place I can think of that had enough trees to, to have a canopy. To count. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny you say you're keeping an eye out for architecture because there's this uh, quote that I'm going to butcher. But it's about how trees and tall trees mm. in cities are like uh, urban cathedrals. And mm-hmm. like that is the oh, cathedral yeah. that you yeah. walk under. And that's the beautiful ceiling. And that is that's the goal to aspire to when you're. When you're planting trees. Absolutely. Well, that's yeah. what I've, you know, daydreams well, yeah. about. So, right. So, yeah. are there like <laughs> specific trees that you would plant in a city or like or, or an urban area? Um, so that, like, cause I always think of like the root structure mm-hmm. and then like, then it's going to tear up your sidewalk and then it's like, right. now you're, now you're in Troublesville. Troublesville it is. Yes. So, we have a, a specific set of trees that we plant that are hardy for the city mm-hmm. and, um, I think it takes a little bit of a like a sales pitch when you're talking to people about trees who are tree haters. And right. there are tree haters out there and who hates trees? People people hate trees. And some people hate I, a lot of things in the city. People hate a lot of things in the city. And I, I can empathize and understand. Um, but one of our it's kind of a I won't even say it's a bullshit reason, but it sort of is, is we'll be like, trees don't buckle the sidewalks, even though they kind of do. Right, yeah. Right. Um but we'll be like, uh, trees don't get into your pipes. Your pipes are already bad. And it's partial truth. <laughs> that is okay. part, well, especially yeah. in Baltimore, in Baltimore City. We, yeah. have, right. we have like 200-year-old pipe system right. yeah. in the ground. And so it's a, it's kind of a fair reason because we're like, you know, if there's a hole in the pipe, you're the innocent little root is just going to... It's gonna, just going to go towards that water. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to find the In fact, source. it's almost like that pipe is calling out by leaking. Hello. Hello. There are nutrients here. Here I am. Yes, and I'm a little source. And so that's how we frame it. We're like, oh, it's the pipes. It's not the trees. Which is totally true. One thing people don't think about a lot is like city infrastructure. And honestly, forests are are one place where this is kind of nailed, where you can have for hundreds of years like an almost static situation where like one tree dies, but others fill its place. Uh, In the city, you know, pipes have a lifespan. And no matter what you make them out of, they're eventually going to break down. Yes. And uh, especially when it comes to like lead or softer metals, like that stuff is, it's doomed. And Mm. um, yeah, it's been there a while. We're getting very existential now. Yeah, sorry. It's all doomed. It's going to break down. Uh, I'm very tired. It's true. I I, I do wonder, and and as I walk through Fells Point uh, every now and then, I get around those trees Mm -hmm. that put out that smell (gasps) That's, Smelly smell. Are you yeah. talking about the dogwoods? Or are, are those dogwoods? Smell like semen. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. We all know. Yeah, yeah. the 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 uh, uh, for lack of a better word, the cum trees. The cum yeah, trees. The cum so trees. I, I just is was that like a sick joke that somebody was playing on everybody and was just like, hey, probably, everybody, let's just God. Let's just. I mean, well, I'm not. It's just jizz all over. Yeah, the let's city. just yeah. put this all over. Oh, in terms of planting. Yeah, because I I assume that these weren't. Well, I don't know. I Are have opinions on this, but yeah, I would, so, okay, I would like to, to know what you To my knowledge, uh, well, quote me on this because I'm talking on a podcast, but um, I am 98% sure that is the Bradford pear tree. Little okay. history oh. about the Bradford pear. Um, again, you know, maybe quote, quote me on this or not. Uh, I believe it was created. It was a tree that was bred. Um, have you ever seen a tree <laughs> breeding? 
It's wild. Uh, I can't it. say that I have. Okay. Is it anything like it's on the dark tree, web? Is just, it anything like tree grafting? Yeah, you're like you're like. You I guess know. they're taking I the just, flowers and like yeah, just they're getting just making them, all, them do yeah. it right. Um, so, so in in essence, the the cum tree is is has been bred in which two trees have come together mm-hmm. to. Now, Hopefully, see, this if, is if they're supportive of one another. <laughs> no, yeah. this is, okay, this is this history. Like this is why we ask. Okay, continue yes. about the the yes. Bradford yeah, pear tree. Bradford pear, and so it's a beautiful uh, uh, point you made. Is that they so they they bred this tree and. Um, almost positive at University of Maryland, and they're like, "This is going to be the ultimate city tree. It's going to be super <laughs> wow. resilient. It's yeah. going to flower. It's uh, oh, it sure does. It's going to be big and sturdy, mm-hmm. and, and provide a nice canopy." Little did they know, um, it's actually one of the worst city trees to plant. And <laughs> I think I just read something recently saying that it's they might put it on the invasive species list because oh, I know because no. it grows everywhere. Like, it grows everywhere. It oh, smells awful. It gets right. super top heavy, so it splits often oh, at yeah. the top, wow. and so you have it falling on wires. And pedestrians, <laughs> you name it, dogs. It's a straight up hazard tree. Yeah, it's like a, a god awful tree. Oh wow. wow! Yeah, yeah. My uh, my my anecdote on this is uh, I went to college in Atlanta, and <gasps> they love those trees. Uh, and they the are, city of trees, and they are um, they're everywhere. And it in the springtime, not only does it smell of jizz in the air, but it covers every surface outside like you can walk outside when they're in bloom and come come inside and like rub your forehead and it's just like there is pollen it is all it is everywhere it is all over everything yeah it is disgusting you came inside because of the cum trees outside yeah Mm -hmm. it's like a bad do you remember that show room raiders on mtv oh Oh, yeah they would go into people's rooms and then there was that special portion where they'd turn out the lights and they'd put on a black light oh yeah look for semen stains which (laughs) as a you know, as a 13-year-old watching that show, I had no clue what was going on. I was like, oh, there's chocolate on the couch or whatever. Um, but yeah, it reminds me of like a bad episode of Room Raiders where there's just... Yeah, where it's like, you don't don't bother with the light. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You know it's on you. See, now I'm just thinking that somebody at, in University of Maryland, like as they're breeding this tree, was like mm-hmm. a real tree hugger. Mm-hmm. And then that's like, it got into the root system. I just want to know, like, was it... Oh, you think you oh, like, think this is a little bit of a cross? Yeah, I think this thing. is a, wow, yeah, kind of, I, more than a tree hugger. Yeah, here. yeah. Okay. I was just about to get into how it's bad science, <laughs> but that's real bad science. <laughs> yeah, that's real bad science. I don't know. It's, oh my gosh! I mean, All right, we're getting sidetracked. So the Bradford pear is a terrible urban tree. <laughs> yes. Uh, what What are we some better urban trees? All right, let me. I'll, I'll rattle them off. So uh, we do a lot of sugar maples mm. we do red maples oh, I we love do those. hawthorns we do an oak tree that grow really slowly but nice right. canopy um we do elm trees we do we'll do some flowering trees here and there if mm-hmm. we're planting under a power line uh what else we don't do many pines i'm a pine girl i love mm-hmm. pine but um not a great that's not a good like sidewalk tree right. maybe yeah. if we're planting in a park we'll do something like that but um what else? When you do plant a pine, do you go for deciduous pines like that that do lose their needles? We'll do. We've done. Uh, it's called arborvitae, which everyone pronounced okay. like arborvitae, and um, and I had to Google it because I didn't is know that, what anyone is it like was saying. V i t a e. Yes. Oh, okay. Great ear. Have you been to France recently? No. Uh, yes. Then that's uh, the that's French how I know word that. for. Uh, no, I, I took a lot of Latin. In, in <laughs> the high French word for cheese might be. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I think, yeah. uh, is, yeah, it's uh, some kind of Latin thing. Yeah. It's like Tree of Life or something. I don't know. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? <laughs> um, so Arborvitae will plant along. We do a lot of cemetery plantings, hot nice. spot for trees. And yeah. so you can make a big wall of trees with Arborvitae. Oh, sweet. Because um, they grow quickly and very tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Those all sound pretty excellent. Uh, now, you you said something that... that sort of like ring a bell in my head, which is that when you plant under power lines, you go for flowering trees. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because you don't want to plant a canopy tree. It really grinds my gears when I'm like walking through a neighborhood that has recently redone Mm -hmm. their trees Mm -hmm. or has been doing some sort of construction or development project. And you can tell I'm very excited about this. Um, And they've planted trees that will grow very, very tall directly Mm. under a power line. Because what they're going to do is they're going to start to cut down the center of the trees. Right. And then they'll split again like our favorite Bradford pear. Oh, right. Um, But – but – Construction workers will do that. And so you want to plant smaller, medium-sized trees mm-hmm. that aren't going to ever hit it. Um, so you'll do like – I'm trying to think of – I always forget the name of this flowering tree, but like a, not a dogwood. Um, something that's going to mm-hmm. look nice and pretty and it's not going to grow too tall. Right. So yeah. it's – yeah. It's it's kind of constrained by its own evolutionary goals to like not get that tall. Yes. It's not race, racing towards the sun or anything. Exactly. It's yeah. Race. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it sounds like you've done a lot of tree planting – we have. I have. So I until I got this job, I was stalking a lot of the tree planting organizations. And I was like... That sounds amazing. Yes. It was, oh, it was a good, good way to spend... Was it BYOT? Bring your own tree. Yeah. Uh, I always keep one in my backpack That's just in case. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, give me a job. Let me add them. Yeah. Uh, me, ready to go. Put me in, coach. Yeah. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. And uh, finally found a job that took me. So yeah, we, we were almost at a thousand trees this wow. season. Wow. Um, which is pretty rad. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Wait, when does the season officially, the planting season begin? Well, thanks to climate change, it warms up way earlier. So we have a, oh, okay. we have a great big season now. Um, we usually start planting trees in early March. Okay. And then we can go to, we go up to June, no later. It gets too hot. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Has, so you're basically looking for like no more freezes, but also not yes. scorching. Has, exactly. Has this, like, this season, where like March and April have been weirdly cold. Mm-hmm. Has that affected any of the... A little bit. Uh, so we usually try to plant after like a cold snap. Right. Um, and uh, sometimes the roots will go into shock if you if mm-hmm. it gets too cold quickly. Um, so we've had some less than ideal planting days where yeah. it's like we're already out there and we, <laughs> we right. have to plant our trees and it's like sleeting. Best of luck. Yeah, like, oh, like, good luck. And that's where I'm like, oh, I have to go answer emails and then I go back to the office and I'm not <laughs> the one planting the tree. But... Um, but yeah, we had some some pretty rough weather at the beginning of it, but nothing nothing awful. Our team's pretty; they just get out there and do it. So nice. Um, so are you contracted, or do you guys just find a spot and just go and say, Shh, do some gorilla sh- tree planting? Yeah. yeah, there are there there is a small group of people in the city that do do gorilla tree planting. Nice, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, it is. Like, quick, dig a hole. Yeah, no one's watching. Yeah, yeah, and um, which. To me, it doesn't seem like a very discreet thing to do, uh, right. is plant a tree. Right. But... but I can't imagine that anybody's going to call that out, you know? Yeah. Like, seeing somebody with a tree and shovels and digging it up, and you're just like, oh, there's the city, burr. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, you meant call out, like, the people in the act. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's like, the shortest part of this process, right, is get, get there, plant the thing. Now that plant has got to grow right and i think like urban a lot of like urban guerrilla gardening you know people throw down either food plants or or flowers with the idea of like at least we'll make the space pretty yeah a tree is 
that's a long bet. Yeah, you're like, at least this space will look pretty in 30 years. Right. Yeah. I think that's fascinating. And then I wonder, what do you pick? Like, maybe if I'm doing this next to a headquarters for a company I really hate, then it's something with really aggressive roots. Or the Bradford pay. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it all comes they, back to They'll the be like, wow, it looks so nice. We'll just leave it. And then, Ooh. yeah, five years later, they're just yeah, like, I this is the worst. I, can't, I yeah. can't walk. I can't wait to walk down a street in Fells Point and just be like, who fucking just ruined someone's evening? <laughs> and they were like, I'm coming back and I'm digging this tree in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think the per- the what I love about the Bradford pear tree, though, is I think it's a great... Uh, indicator of how far along like a high schooler is in terms of how they've been socialized because like i didn't i did not know the smell of semen for quite some time and so when when it finally clicked you're like what oh my god oh my god (laughs) and you've someone to talk to with and you can like make eyes across the room and be like you smell it you smell and then you know you know the smell it's one of those it's one of those things where you where like where do things start mm-hmm. and then like how do they continue to grow as you get older so it's like to me it's like bloody mary so there are still kids at my school mm-hmm. that are doing that mm-hmm. but like who like where like where where is that still going through like why yeah. didn't it stop when and i just imagine that like my when people my year out. yeah like right. you know like who continues that because what was the Bloody Mary one again? It was, it was you that turn the, in the bathroom. Yeah, you and, turn the lights yeah. on in the bathroom and you just say her name three times because you always have to say somebody's name three, three times. Three times, yeah. yeah. And then she was supposed to like show up in the mirror and then... Which it's dark. Right. So, so like, good luck. Yeah. But yeah, it's but there's this new thing uh, that the kids were doing. It was called like... Uh, it was like t- Timmy or something and it had pencils. And you you put one pencil on the, the piece of paper and you made four quad, quadrants and mm. it was like yes yes no no on okay. like corners yeah and, and then, then you you, spin you, the you put no you just put the pencil on top of the pencil <gasps> and then you ask a question and, and then fall. Timmy like moves to the oh it's so this is like a DIY like Ouija, a Ouija board, board? yeah, yeah. It was, yeah it was, <laughs> without even like without the fact that it's like I didn't do that right it's like, like literally you're the only person with your hand right. on a pencil wow <laughs> uh, but that's a thing that started and now like that's mm. something that when they get older are kids still going to do that. That one sounds like a lot of work, to be honest. Yeah, you need supplies for that one, but yeah. but I like I I wonder that too when I when I I don't I haven't babysat recently, but when I did, I was like, huh, that game stuck around, others didn't. Like I, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. fascinating like case study. Like let's anthropologically go back and just be like, oh, that dumb thing from my childhood is gone it's, forever. But there's always that one written. person who's just like walking down the street, gets to that tree, and goes, huh, right. that's wait, that that's. Is that what? Is it, that why does that smell what? familiar? Did I not? We oh. we literally <laughs> just got past the bakery and the bread smelled wonderful. How many realizations do you think go the other way? Where oh, I have no clue what this like, is. Where you're like, that smells like a tree. Everyone in Atlanta, Bradford pear. Huh? <laughs> oh, uh, must be something in the air. Mm. I wonder what happens if you say Bradford pear three times in the mirror <laughs> in the dark. Oh, Just a, a thin coating of oh, dust no. every everywhere settles on the room. <laughs> oh, I'm oh. willing to try. I will try. I'll report back. All right. Very brave. Two. Yeah. That's, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, yeah. So, um, unfortunately, we're getting close to the end of uh, time here for questions. Okay. Um, but I, w- I would love to know, for anyone who's listening and is inspired and wants to go plant trees, uh, what advice would you give somebody who's just like, I want to do this? Just uh, just go do it. Uh, you know, Google Google trees. and <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and that's the answer. No, um, 
I would say this is probably bad advice because I uh, I'm sure I kill the energy in the room quite a bit when I talk about trees for too mm. long. But like, get people excited about it. Start. I would say for starters, just start noticing trees. Um, oh, that's actually super super good advice. Yeah, get mindful about your tree watching. Yeah, and be like. Uh, uh, why do I like going to this city versus this city more? Why do I like going walking down this street versus this street more? Chances are, this is an incredibly biased perspective I'm taking, but chances <laughs> are it's because there's trees or not. Yeah. Um, I feel that when I go to DC, I'm like, wow, it feels so lush here. It right. feels like very uh, yeah. comfortable. I love it. Yeah. There's a lot of trees in DC. And a lot of care to making them like yes. take take their space. They give them space. Yeah. Yes, they have a lot of money. Um yeah. <laughs> so uh so I'd say first start to notice them and then notice where they aren't and then see how you can get involved. There's plenty right. of volunteer orgs. Mine is not the only one. Um and also take care of trees that are already here. We have a bunch of trees, right. but they could be like dead or dying or sick, or maybe there's like a bunch of ivy growing around it there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, slowly killing it slowly killing oh, it, it looks so pretty people have no idea yeah i know everyone's like "Ooh, english ivy it's so romantic it's like i'm in a novel and it's like no it's yeah. slowly this is basically like a lion eating a deer over very long period of yes time. or like an anaconda wrapped around oh, like a, that's a yeah that's like slowly <laughs> but a lion like, oh eating God. a deer as well it's just really <laughs> slow. Yeah. I hear that happens eating, in Paris a lot. The lion takes Un- a knife and fork and it's just like, mm. push and control job, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Well, I think that's great advice. And um, if uh, if folks, can folks donate to your organization? Is that a thing they yes, can do? Yes, ma'am. We are a nonprofit. Excellent. Um, so uh, should I say my word? Yeah. It's up to you. you okay. Can... We are the Baltimore Tree Trust. Nice. BTT. 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 Uh, great, yeah. Give them all your money. Yes, uh, thank you. Cool. Uh, it will well, repay Sheila. us. Excellent. That's hey. You know what? That's true. Generations uh, forward. In fact, truly, I didn't even go on my climate change route. Uh, oh so God! Another time. Trees are the only things that can save us, mm-hmm. probably. Um, great. Well, uh, Sheila, if you don't mind uh, sticking around for a minute, for would sure. you play a game with us? I would love that. All right. Well, uh, we asked you, as we do every week, listeners, to join us in creating our favorite game. What was that? Ah! Ah! Uh, this is the uh, the game. I guess it's almost an advice uh, part of the show where we asked you to write in uh, on our website at wehaveToask.com or on our Twitter or Facebook. We well, have to ask. The, it is uh, the game portion is like we have to figure out what it is. Yeah. Continue. I w- I also tend to give people advice about the yeah thing you that they d- well, especially well, how tired you are. Let's get out the rest of the game. Marty's uh, playing. We we asked you, Jonathan. Do you have the exact wording? Uh, yes. Have you ever looked outside and saw something you didn't know what it was? How would you describe it? Mm. So we're gonna we're gonna go around, and uh, Jonathan's gonna read some of these descriptions. Okay. Uh, I I hope they're excellent. I'm gonna I'm gonna read from our friend Joe first because okay. he thought he was funny. <laughs> oh, excellent! And uh, and we'll just take a crack at guessing if we uh, if we can figure out what this was, okay. and uh, if necessary, give them advice. Okay. Which I, feel I would love for to you do. to give advice to Joe right okay. now. Here, Here it go. goes. I would describe a thing with adverbs, adjectives, and nonsense words. Great. I have nothing to say to that. Yeah. Thank you for Thanks, playing, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Bye, Joe. We Bye. really appreciate you, Talk as to you a, never. as a listener. I appreciate you looking at the second part of the question and not the first part to yeah. go with it. It's very clever. I love that you, Joe. That is clever. We do, clever. We, we do love Joe. Ooh, he's got two likes. One of those was me. I don't know who the other one was. <laughs> Probably himself. Sorry, that was rude. It wasn't. Uh, here love we go. You, uh, our first one, uh, this comes from uh, Callie Buck. 
uh, a bird in motion, and, I, and the it is not an actual bird. Oh, ooh! But, but it looks like a bird. Bird oh, in like motion. Bird. Um, it could it could have been. Uh, I often see swallows at night. They have very erratic flight, and they are very active close to sunset. And I always think they're bats. I always think they're bats too. And, and I'm always disappointed. Oh gosh, that makes me question all the times I've thought I've seen bats and be like, oh wow, what a bat crazed town we live in. I and used to think it all the time, and yeah, apparently they're almost always swallows. No. And uh, the the way you can tell is uh, that you can't always like it, right. it, if if it and like that's science. If one gets really close and buzzes you, you'll be like, shh, that was a bat. But uh, if if there's a big flock of them, like bats don't really do that here in okay. North America. We don't have a lot of bats that flock. So- so oh. that explains something that happened to me unless many like, years ago. Unless you're in like Portland. So I was at my at my old school. We had a carnival every year. Mm-hmm. And one night we all were just like looking up. And all of a sudden there's this flock, what we thought were bats, coming out of the, like a chimney of the school. Whoa. Whoa. That and, certainly sounds like bats, right? And, right. And but were but you like you said. Out? Uh it didn't dawn on me that there there might have been bats living inside the school. How is that not the first thing? Because uh, <laughs> like because it was so beautiful. Like you just see like it was a beautiful sunset, and then these like creatures just start like piling like erupting out, out yeah. and they like they go away. So they're like leaving the school. So at that point, it's like somebody said Bloody Mary three times, yeah. and oh, those bats they, left. They've been devoured. They, yep, uh, but it was okay. So it might have been swallows. Might have been a swallow. Yeah. Something that I, yeah, I'm going to throw this out there that could be an option as well. Depends where you're looking. Was it a rat scurrying through, uh, scurrying through the backyard? Because I Ooh. often like, was that a like? I I think I want to assume it's mm-hmm. a. Initially, a, a actually, bunny. I wanted to assume it, assume it was like a, a a bird or something okay. like frolicking down there. Right now, I'm always on the hunt for rats, and I like to look yeah. out my window and see where I can spot them. I mean, but. honest to goodness, a uh, uh, 8 to 10 o'clock walk through the city, mm-hmm. they are out. Oh, yeah. Prime spotting. Prime spotting. Yeah, yeah you'll see lots of them. And they're always running away from you. Never, uh, never toward. No. Uh, it was an air freshener. It was an air freshener? Oh, nice. Swinging in the car. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's funny. Callie's funny. Callie. <laughs> uh, Callie. All right. Uh, our last one comes to us from uh, Christopher Scarborough, our friend. Hi, Chris. Hey, hey Chris. Chris. Uh, so this one's a little long. I gotta remember. I gotta figure out where I gotta stop. Uh, Dana, that's his wife. My son and I were on the way home from a snow tubing trip. As we mm. were on the highway, I looked about a half a mile up and saw a giant black Cthulhu-like squid monster on the back of an eighteen-wheeler. I was afraid it was going to devour us or possibly make us mad. Oh, that's it. And that's it. Yeah, I have an idea. All right. Yeah, go for it. I have two ideas. Excellent. One of them. You ever heard of those things called floaters in your eyes? Yes, yeah. I have them. I have, uh, I have every, them too. Everyone has hey, them, it turns out. As you get older, literally parts of your eye fall off. Sorry, it's really gross, but it's true. That's what they are. They're parts of your eye that have come off inside of your eye. Can you rem- remove Why the- would you tell me that? Um, you, you you technically probably could, but you would do more damage to your eye because it's a it's like a very carefully pressurized environment. So to get anything out, you'd have to puncture so it. So it's like a projector. So like when you get yeah. your projector and like the, the mirrors stop moving mm-hmm. and so that you get those white specks. Oh. Yeah. 
It's and it or, or like uh, if you if you look at a projector beam, right, and and you see like a speck of dust close to the lens, mm-hmm. like that shows up on the the big screen. That's that's exactly what's happening. It's like light comes through your eye, hits hits the junk that's floating around in there, and uh, and you see it as floaters. As and a your, floater, your brain just kind of like learns to filter that out for the most part. Gosh, and such an interesting term because I think of floaters as um, yeah. a, a toilet yeah. term. But I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna guess Snow this person is seeing a a floater. Maybe that's what they're seeing, and mm-hmm. or uh, I was envisioning a crack on a window shield, and maybe oh, that yeah. is creating mm. that uh, visual of a giant octopus. Is that what, what was said? Well, yeah. Cthulhu, squid... yeah. Oh, Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah Excuse like a, me. Yeah. Excuse Ang- me. Angry uh, giant squid person, okay. uh, winged, tentacle-mouthed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking that uh, they were just looking at a really kick-ass painting on the truck. Like you see some. God, how awesome would that be if Chris <laughs> yeah. got like completely fooled by a painting on the back of an eighteen-wheeler? Yeah, it That'd would be, be amazing. It would be pretty awesome. That would be amazing. Uh, either that, or uh, well, now he said it was snow tubing, so it's probably mm. not hot enough for mm. like distant roads, and the heat can sometimes appear to uh, to shimmer okay. or have dark spots. It's probably not that. Uh, what do we got? Yeah, what, what's it? What's the answer? <clears throat> uh, so we have we have the finish of his, and then Dana says something. Okay. Uh, turns out it wasn't a creature surrounded by the abyss crawling its way out into our reality. It was a black tarp that had come and unraveled <gasps> off of a large mm. piece of equipment. Go figure. I wrote a short story based on the idea. It wasn't very good. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> I probably would have enjoyed it. Yeah, it was probably fine. Uh, Dana, so hard on yourself. Dana then responds, it was covered in reflective tape and un- undulating, which I had to Google, and that means moving Riding. with a smooth wave-like motion. Yeah. So, but I'm not sure. Cthulhu like. I'm not sure if she's trying to like belittle his feeling no. with the reflective tape mm. portion, because like Cthulhu wouldn't have reflecting tape. Oh. But I don't, know, I don't know. But I don't know if she's also supporting it by saying. It had yeah. reflective tape that looked like tentacles. It sounds supportive to okay. me. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like they might need some like relationship counseling. Maybe after Aww. this. Yeah. They're a cute couple. Pretty much anytime you bump up against the unspeakable beyond, uh, you're gonna need relationship counseling. You are. You are. It, it's just a, it's part of the process. Yeah. It's a, the next just, logical yeah. step. You gotta work through it. Yeah. It takes a lot to get that out of your brain. Yeah, when you see a Cthulhu, it, it's I mean, that's a that's a trauma that most most people don't know. And yeah. so it's important to be able to process it externally with mm-hmm. with your peers and your loved ones. Especially if you can share that moment with somebody else. That's something that two of you will have that no one else will no have. One no one else know. knows. We'll never know. That's for sure. That's right. Well, that's what it was. Uh, great. Well, Jonathan, thank you for running the game always. Always. for us, as always. Uh, Sheila, thank you so much thank for being you. here Thank you. This is so fun. I learned so much. And I'm I'm going to be, I mean, I'm always out there looking up to the sky. Bradford but Pear. I'm going to be on the on the lookout for Bradford Pear. I just have a name now, which yeah. is great. Yes. The Bradford Pear. And it, yeah, it's going to really give me a lot of new opinions about urban planning. Mm. Yes. Form those opinions. Speak them loud. All right. Yes. Thank uh, you so much. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, where can we find you? In li- right he- in yeah, life, anywhere, in yeah. General. If there's anything you want to plug, this yeah. is, this oh, is the time point. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> is that what the kids are saying these days? <laughs> yeah. uh, I do a lot of improv with Big Yay. Baltimore Improv Group, um, and so I have shows every Saturday night at nine with a group called Training for Prom. And they're lovely. They're lovely. I love them. I've 
they're also a group that I stalked for a very long time. Uh, Excellent. Uh, wow. So that right, so yeah, a two, two for study. two. All right, two everybody. For two. Who <laughs> just I get stalk to stalking. Next? Yeah, just get stalking. Yeah, that was the unspoken piece of advice until yeah. now. We, yeah. Yeah. we spoke yeah. it. I think we, we all heard it. it. Yeah. yeah, we all heard it throughout. Yeah. Um, and then I'm in two indie troops, one called Toe Money, and then oh, yeah. one called Thigh Meat. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Both body part and, uh, and other noun. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's true too. Yes. Nice. Yes, and that's that's about it. But yeah, loving loving these opportunities too. So yeah, great. Awesome. Thank yeah you thank you so much here. for being here. And uh, everybody, go see Sheila's shows. Yeah, and uh, give your money to the Baltimore Tree Trust. Yeah, yes. go plant some trees. Yeah. All right. Thank you. We'll be right back. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Bradford Pear. Yeah, and uh, what a delight. Mm-hmm. I'm. I, I'm, I've been thinking a lot sitting here. I think I might have fallen asleep again. Uh, there were about three times that we've had to, we had to stop recording, mm-hmm. and then like I, we'll pause it, and then I like Strung shook it back you, together. and then you just kept going. It was yeah, great. I didn't remember Sheila leaving, uh, but I guess I ha- had a very vivid dream about a lot of places that I've been, and just okay. kind of like deep thinking about the trees there and whether they're good or bad. I've I've always wanted to go out west to mm. to like Oregon or see Washington State. Some of the redwoods and the super um, tall trees. I mean, honestly, I, Washington because of uh, the Funko headquarters. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I just I'm just gonna be straight up. Yeah. You know, see where the vinyls get made. Yeah. Yep. They also have a big store. Okay. So this wasn't part of any tree discussion. I mean, I just I when I think of trees, I think of the the wet the west Pacific coast. Northwest, yeah. yeah, yeah, they have some good ones out there. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely avoiding Atlanta now. Uh, just in the spring. I mean, it's it's also really hot. So also in the summer, fall and winter are fine. Okay. Yeah. Football season. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's totally fine. It's just uh those uh those trees are super bad. Yeah. God, I've even forgotten the name. It's not the dogwood trees. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of the. Bradford Perry. No, that's uh, that's one of them. There's another one. I thought that led off this whole discussion. Is the, is the Bradford Pear the only stinky one? I feel like I we think said it right at the top no, of the conversation. It was, you thought it was the dogwood. Yeah. And then Sheila explained well, to us that it was pears. the Bradford Pear. Man, I'm having a really hard time. But Great. I mean, straight up, I people are hugging trees, and that's where we're getting it. Yeah, I guess so. Well, everybody, uh, can a tree, don't hug it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Let that tree be. Yeah. Uh, well, great. Um, next week, uh, is, uh, my turn to pick yeah, a topic, I'm excited. right? So, um, we're going to get back into my long running series on amateur radio, and mm. we're going to learn how to build a Yagi antenna, uh, with the proper focus. And for all of you mm-hmm. technician level or better amateur operators out there, we're going to find mm. the International Space Station and say hello. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, if uh, if you don't have your radio license, that is cool. We're going to give you all the resources you need to look up in the sky at the right time of night because it's not trivial. It doesn't have a constant orbit. No, it's definitely not trivial. And you're going to be able to spot it just the right time. What's that bright spot up there yeah. right around dusk moving? Oh, it's moving pretty fast, faster than a plane. Yeah, yeah it's the ISS. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Because you need an antenna radio to see that. No, just to talk to it. I know. Jonathan, how is your uh, test prep going for getting your license? It's been going great. I'm excited. We'll get you to pass the test one of these days. 
I, I'm really trying. I know you can do it. Yeah. 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 Buck up. Yeah, I'll be fine. All right. I just, I, it, that when we do episodes like that, it is just like going back to AP Calc. And I, yeah. I didn't make it into it AP is. Calc for a reason. Well, it's, um, it's, just, and it's not just AP Calc. I mean, we're also talking physics too. You know, we're really getting into waveforms okay. and, uh, and frequencies and shaping waves. Uh, it's, are they going to respond to us? Or are we just sending something up there? The ISS has uh, an amateur radio setup, right. and there are times when they will talk to you. Okay, that might make it worthwhile. Yeah. Okay. It's I'm, pretty cool. I'm just going to ride your coattails on that one. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I got the license. Perfect. Uh, great. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We would not do this show without you. Uh, remember, keep keep sending us uh, your questions, your half-seen things mm-hmm. out of the corner of your eye. Joe, explain something. Yeah. Don't just explain how you would explain. Just describe something. I appreciated it, but um, I don't know. It got him on the show, so I have I, re- I have really no buts. I have no notes to give him. He nailed it. Uh, everybody, keep sending us your stuff. You we can still hit need us... to get him on the show, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. You can hit us up on our website at wehavetoask.com or on our Twitter or Facebook at wehavetoask. And uh, keep sharing the show around. Uh, we love it when people hear it. We would love a, a re- five-star review on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and can make reviews. Wherever you review yeah, podcasts, you give review. us a five-star review, even if it's just a bathroom stall somewhere. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. This has been another episode of What's That Up There. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, I can fly twice as high. See you all next time. This has been another episode of What's That Up There? We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobster, and thanks to Skies of Chaos Foods for our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. Don't forget to check out the other podcasts from the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.